Friday is here, and the musical breakfast menu is about guns. It's all about the Second Amendment on The Sam Malone Show on AM 1070, The Answer. This is Robert Craig. This is called Smoking Gun. Okay. Uh, uh, Robert Craig, uh, Texan? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, well, what it is, the, the basis of the song is he has a funny feeling that she's doing wrong and uh, waiting for the smoking gun so he can prove it. So, well, that's what it's about. You know, between us, we know a lot of music. I just don't know half of some of the time. Wait till next weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I'm not going to know. <laughs> next week, I won't know, period. Next weekend is uh, Homegrown Music 3, and that is uh, my, my watch thingy. And that is when uh, local bands have their music portrayed next Friday. And, in fact, we're throwing all the content out next Friday, That's which right. will make the Obama administration happy. And we're just going to have all the local bands on for three hours. So come Throw on, the book away. Skype, phone, whatever, because we're a video. And, t- and then you're... Like, if you live in Texas and you're in a band and your family's in uh, Oklahoma, they can watch you. That's right. It's really cool. So that's next Friday. We're going to have to try to have James Hurston on and maybe Dan Gaynor, too, or both yeah, so musicologists in their own right. Definitely. Every Friday at this time, for years and years and years, we have a, so we stop all the aggravation, all the agit in the world, the corruption from government, the violations of, our, of the Bill of Rights by this administration daily. We find about the scam with the IRS and going after Tea Party people. Okay. Take a break. Slam on the brakes. Talk about marriage. The glory, the sanctity, the steamy hot fun of marriage. Uh, keeping your marriages hot and heavy. Semper Fidelis, men. Semper Fidelis, ladies. You want to make your home the cave. You want to come home after a long day. I have these long, long days, <clears throat> and there's nothing better than coming home and, and hanging out with Denise and, and Bubba, but, you know, chasing the wife around. She pours me a Manhattan, scotch, whatever. It's great. My wingman on this op is Robert Kosick, a church deacon. Uh, marriage coach, wrote the book, Honor the Val, honortheval.com. What's up, Mr. Kosick? Hey, happy Friday, Sam. Man, I love listening to you and Denise talk. You ought to do that more often. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, well, uh, you know, we were telling the story about making the bed. Yeah. And and I don't remember the story, to be honest with you. She said, do you remember when you just threw the the uh, the bed, what do you call it, the uh, comforter over the sheet, and it, was like a, <laughs> it looked like a body was underneath? And we laughed about it, and I said to her, why didn't you yell? She says, what am I going to yell at? You know, I said, but a yeah. lot of wives probably would have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It plays right into what we're going to talk about today. So Done. Great point. Marriage tip number 102, since we've been keeping track. 102. It's on our Facebook page, Sam Malone Show. It says, choke it out. When trying to get rid of a yard of weeds, most people buy every weed killer known to man, only to have the weeds return next season stronger, more spread out. You want to get rid of the, re- the weeds? Focus on what you want, which is healthier grass, not what you don't want, weeds. Healthy grass will choke out weeds better than any weed killer. And the weeds will be permanently gone. Same is true in marriage. To have a better marriage, focus on improving the healthier parts instead of trying to eliminate the unhealthy parts in time. The healthy parts will choke out the unhealthy parts, and you'll be left with a marriage that's thriving and passionate. Here's a few steps. Think about the good times when you were dating and replicate them. Focus on your spouse's positive traits, not the negatives. Make sure positive interaction outnumbers negative interactions five to one. And hold hands. Take long walks. Kiss a lot. I don't know anything about gardens, so I'm going to believe you. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. And by the way, I read one study that said if you do your own yard work, the time together with your wife is more. I don't know if it's true or not, but I may have to fire my lawn guy this week and just see if that works. 
I don't know. All right, so instead of trying to, quote, get rid of the weeds, the, the negatives, focus on the strong stuff, the healthy grass. Yeah, so let's just take the making the bed thing or the fact that you won't actually replace the toilet paper roll that you've mentioned a few times. You only put it on top. <laughs> let's say do. Denise sat around the house all day long and just thought about, I really wish you'd make the bed. I really wish you'd change the toilet paper. I really wish you'd put the seat down. I really wish you'd do this, do this, do this, do this. And focuses on all those negative things. Well, how do you think she's going to feel when you come home? When you walk in the door, is she going to run over you, give you a big hiss, kiss and a hug, or is she going to go, putz? <laughs> My dog, me Italian guy, just spoke Yiddish. All yeah. right. So, it's the highlight of my but, day. But if she sat around all day thinking about, we mess up the sheets all the time. Right. I don't get to sleep in tomorrow. He does this. He treats me right. He puts me on a pedestal. He loves me, adores me, and all this kind of stuff. It's going to be a little different time when you come home tonight. Right? Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. So it's really what you focus on. It's just like when you learn to ride a bike, right? Your dad or whoever was teaching you how to ride the bike said, don't hit that pole. Well, if you stared at that pole, what would you do? <laughs> you hit the pole because <laughs> that's what you're focused on. So, so what you focus on is really what usually turns out. So in this case, focus on all the good stuff, and it'll definitely over time just choke out the bad stuff. You won't even notice them. But in order to do that, Robert Kosick, my wingman, honortheval.com, in order to do that, you have to put the other person first. You absolutely do. In yeah. order to not be mad at them for something, but to look at the good stuff means you put them first. Yes. And uh, I, we, there's, there's a shortage of that going on in America, in my opinion, among married couples. Oh, absolutely. There is. It's all about me and now and quick and, you know, and, and my whining and complaining and I'm not getting what I want. Well, grow up. <laughs> you don't always get what you want. I had one guy whose who's therapist told him, you know, non-Christian therapist, but told him, oh, the reason why your marriage is so upset is because you have this bucket list that you haven't gotten to check off all these things on. I think you ought to go check all those things off your bucket list. So what he was telling him, I want you to be all about you and who cares about your wife and you just do what you want to do. Well, one of those things that he wanted to do was to have an affair, and they're now divorced. <laughs> they're now divorced. So that didn't work out real well for him. <laughs> Holy you know, frijoli. You know, he got his fast car. He got his feeling younger stuff. He started getting the attraction. And he thought, well, this looks like fun. Well, that was the end of that marriage. What stupid advice was that? Instead of saying, look, you know, you don't always get everything in life. So you didn't get it on your bucket list. There are some things that are good, but some things you say, ah, I missed that window. Oh, well, well. It, it, listen, bucket list has a very negative, in my opinion, negative connotation. A lot of times it does. It, it's like, oh, gee, I've been doing all this. I haven't had time to have fun. Mm -hmm. No, life is fun. Marriage is fun. Being a dad is fun. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's tough times and challenging times. Yeah. But bucket lists make it sound like you've been sitting there with your finger up your nose for 40 years. I know. Versus, hey, you know what? I, I'm going to have – I love having a breakfast date with Denise on Saturday mornings. You know, I don't need a bucket list. I just want to have breakfast with her. We sit there in this same little breakfast nook restaurant we've been going to for years for an hour and a half, two hours, and we mm -hmm. just talk over coffee. That's wonderful. You don't need to climb out every mud on. You chase no. your wife around. Yeah, and if you look at your marriage, just like looking at a yard, you know, the neighbor who has that perfectly green grass all the time and nobody knows how he does it, it's because he spent a lot of time making that grass nice and thick. The roots have gotten very deep. He's watered it all the way a long way, and he's maintained it, and he's done really good stuff. So when the weeds try to pop up, it chokes them right out. They really can't. Uh, have any influence on that yard for the most part. And you still have to do some maintenance. So every once in a while, you've got to throw some fertilizer or some feed on there, keep it watered. But it's maintenance. It's not reconstruction yeah, yeah. kind of stuff. And that's what we're talking about here. If you're constantly focusing on the good stuff, yeah, every once in a while, you're not going to make the bed or something's going to be there that irritates you. But you're like, yeah, but that's one out of 50 things that I love about that. Right. Person. Listen, you so, go back eh, to who cares? so many weddings. And I remember seeing this, uh, gosh, I was so young, the two candles into one, two become one. Yes. 
it's not like five candles become two, eight candles become nine. Yep. Two candles become one. Two flames individually become one flame together. They really do. And so, along those lines, I tell people all the time, you didn't have your life over here and you just bolted on a wife or a husband. It's a whole new life. Everything is different. And we do this with the newlyweds, you know, especially those that are married together because the divorce rate is so high. And I tell guys that there's a perfect ex- explanation for that. And I'll ask them, you guys have been living together, which I advise them to stop. But I said, you've been living together. When you get married and you got that piece of paper, what changes? And the guy always says, well, nothing. I got a piece of paper. And I look to the wife and I say, what changes now that you have a piece of paper? She goes, everything. I said, that's why you have divorce. <laughs> yeah, I thought the guy was going to say the sex. <laughs> no. Okay, the church deacon just went. <laughs> I know. Hit that button real quick. They say, what, no. what, 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 food, what food kills a woman's sexual appetite? Wedding cake. <laughs> Wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Once again, go. the church deacon goes, Ugh. At least a week. It takes about a week or so for it to kick in, right? you got to get through the honeymoon first, and then <laughs> then the chemical stuff goes crazy, right? We know a couple who fought all their honeymoon. They're divorced now. <laughs> and when they came back, they said, oh, we got this big fight over their honeymoon. I don't know where they went, somewhere, somewhere beach town. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you were fighting on your honeymoon. You were arguing. What the hell could you possibly argue about on your honeymoon? Well, why were they talking on their honeymoon? That's what I want to know. I mean, you want to chew the duct tape off your wrist, but that's about it. <laughs> Too funny, too funny. Well, we have here on the, on the tips for the Facebook four ways, if you don't know what to do, to kind of get you started. One of the ones I love is the number one. They all just look at what you did when you were dating. What was fun when you were dating? And I don't care where your marriage is. If it's absolutely destroyed, if you've divorced your wife, I don't care. Until you say I do to somebody else, right. you can still rebuild that. So go back to the very beginning, start dating again. Do some of the things that you used to do before because that's how you built that bond between each other. Work the first time. It'll probably work the second time. Focusing on the positives. The other thing, too, is the five-to-one ratio. I read a book, and this guy did a 30-year study, and he said, look, if you have five interactions that are positive versus one negative, your marriage is perfectly solid. You do just fine. That's like laughing together, right. kidding, whatever. That's not that hard, five-to-one. We're not taking 50-to-one. Just five, five positives to one. That's not hard to incorporate that into your marriage. And, of course, the last one, holding hands, yeah, yeah, yeah. walking together, kissing, snuggling that intimate touch, that's what it all leads to, and that's what this is all about because that is such a barometer for the health and well-being of a marriage. Amen. Our marriage segment on AM 1070, the answer, uh, Robert Kosick, my wingman. I like going back to the things that you used to do when you were dating or in the early parts of your marriage. Women, put on the perfume or spray on the perfume that you used to wear when you were dating. Oh, yeah. Uh, guys, go back to the butt grabbing and the groping, and, and you can't keep your hands off your wife. Uh, yeah, uh, go through those drawers where you had all those things that you've put away, clothing things that you put away and haven't worn in a while, and say, hey, look what I found, <laughs> and try them out again. <laughs> and they may Hoorah. say, hey, you know, they're a little tighter now, and the guy's going to go, and your point is, <laughs> have fun, enjoy yourself. Yeah. Life is a journey. You know, marriage is a journey. And if you if you try to make it a point-in-time thing, you know, you're never going to get there. And if you're the kind of person that sits there and says, well, only if they did this and only if they did that, well, i got one word for that, baloney, because even if they did that one thing, those kind of people just think of something else they don't like. True so, that, true that. Robert Kosick, my wingman. HonorTheVal.com, uh, the website and the books, of course, Honor the Val. This is our 102nd. Now, of course, we did a whole bunch of years before we kept track. Probably a couple hundred of them before yeah, we yeah. started recording. And, and before I was threatened to kill the, the segment or they wouldn't pay me. <laughs> um, so, it, but at least 102 segments here. They're all on iTunes. They're all available free. The link is on our Facebook page, Sam Alone Show, and you'll see marriage segment content. 
102, and we haven't recycled a single one yet, so no. we're still and doing that, well. And that credit goes to you because you actually write the content, so I, I'm giving you all the credit. I don't write it. Actually, I give the credit to all the people that I coach because they're the ones that give me the content, right? <laughs> kind of like a comedian. You just can't write this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You couldn't write this stuff. All right, so there it is. Oh, perfect. Guy pulls up me with a gun. He says, your money or your wife? And I said, uh, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Kosick on the Val.com. Have a great Friday. You too, Sam. Enjoy your weekend and enjoy your not sleeping in tomorrow. And I hope we were able to keep, put uh, the fire in one marriage, just one marriage at a week per week, and we did a great job. Talk to you next Friday. Have a great, great weekend. Will do. Roger that. Back in a second, AM 1070, The Answer.